Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness, and this is my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, September 8th, 2019. What's going on? How are you? Why was 7 Afraid of 9? Because 7, 8, 9. Um, yeah. Uh, listener discretion is advised. Uh, I didn't get that joke right, did I? Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast. Number one. We'll occasionally use some uh, <coughs> Philly-esque language, Philly-esque, P-H-I-L-L-Y-E-S-Q-U-E. Love a good word that ends in Q-U-E, like arabesque. That's a classic musical song. Um, musical song, what does that even mean? Uh, other Q-U-E words. Well, you got Q, that's a crazy word, Q-U-E-U-E. It's like we did it once and said, let's do it again. Uh, number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. Uh, well, this is the Bean Town Podcast. We're one of the better podcasts uh, on the north side of Chicago. We used to be located out of Bean Town, Baltimore. That's why uh, you know us as the Bean Town Podcast. But we relocated back to Chicago, bigger market, more opportunities, all that good stuff. Well, a uh, happy birthday shout out to hashtag friend of the podcast and beanhead Tark Shahada who has been on our show, one of the more popular episodes from this past summer. Uh, Tark is the creator and uh, host of, or uh, co-creator, I don't know. How are we supposed to talk about this guy? Creator, host, co-producer, head producer, something like that, of the Local Glow podcast, which uh, you you probably know it, but hadn't had uh, something new come out in a while, a couple months, I think. And uh, we were fortunate enough, fortunate enough to have uh, a new episode of the Local Globe podcast drop this week, uh, Thursday, Friday, something like that, maybe before that, Tuesday, maybe, one of those weekdays. Uh, go check it out. Really good episode. Got some fantastic stuff on it. Uh, and uh, the reason we're doing the shout happy birthday to the big dog, uh, Tark's birthday on uh, Friday. Turn in, uh, turn in something again, and uh, sorry I missed the big get together. I got got a Facebook invite, couldn't go. I was in Philly this week, um, but before I get to the the time I spent there, uh, we do want to get a quick report on the weather from another friend of the podcast, uh, Miss Alexa Brown. Hello and welcome to sunny Boulder, Colorado, where the weather is firmly in the high 80s, low 90s. For the week, it is so sunny and so hot that it is the perfect weather to sit down with your LaCroix, if that's how you pronounce it, as well as in front of your television with the air conditioning on full blast while you watch the last episodes of Parks and Recreation for the first time ever. So highly recommend those plans if, like me, you are sweating your butt off in the Colorado sun that's coming through the windows of your, thank God, air-conditioned apartment. All right. That was excellent. Don't you think? Miss Alexa, what a keeper. If you ever get the chance to visit her out there in Boulder, Colorado, it's a beautiful place, and I know what you mean regarding the air conditioning. You got to have it. I can't imagine a world without an air conditioner. Also, last episodes of Parks and Recreation, classic NBC show. I think the last season just came out, what, a couple days ago. So good job catching up uh, on those, those last episodes. I'm glad you're at the forefront of 
the, the television watching situation there. Well, I mentioned uh, we, we were in Philly. We got there on Tuesday, had a canceled flight because, you know, the weather in Chicago was just, it was overcast. And, you know, O'Hare doesn't take any chances. Actually, I'm not sure what the problem was, but <clears throat> my flight was a flight uh, basically, you know, starts in Philly, goes to Chicago, and then comes back to Philly. That one never even left Philly. So I'm not sure what the problem was. Supposed, so I was supposed to leave at like 11 a.m., didn't end up leaving until about 5 p.m., which was fine. But just, you know, I didn't have any groceries at home because I, I didn't want to shop for a week when I was going to be gone. And I didn't really have a lot going on. So it was it was nice because I think I, I took a nap or something and I got a run in. But it was also one of those days where it was just like, you know, I ended up just sitting around for a while. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Well, I get to Philly eventually late, late, because um, you lose an hour or two, and uh, didn't do much Tuesday, but then was at a conference, let's see, Wednesday through Saturday, had some fun, had had a good time. The first thing I noticed, so I, I've been, uh, ever since I moved back to Chicago, I've been working out a lot more, so I've been trying to work out six days a week. I've been on that routine for about two months now the six days a week thing. This week it didn't it didn't happen because I was going to work out yesterday, but then uh, for uh, reasons which will be, uh, become apparent once I describe my workout on Friday, it did not happen, and I don't know. See how I feel. I might go for a run today, but I try to rest on Sundays and just go for a casual stroll to kick off the Sunday wind down. Well, uh, you know, we're at this Marriott, and it's... Uh, you know, four stories high, so it's not like a gigantic Marriott. It's kind of an older building, but it's also a, you know, a conference center. It's got a ballroom, got a bunch of meeting rooms, all that good stuff. So there's a lot of people, you know, coming in and out of this conference I was at. There were probably about 80 people um, attending plus all the staff, so probably about 100 people in total just for this conference, right? Other people staying at the hotel. So I get there and uh, was like, okay, so what's the what's the workout room situation? What's the fitness center? You know, you go to these hotels, you're not expecting like a gigantic gym, but you know, something something there to to spice up your workout, keep your attention. So they're like, okay, just go over here, take a left. You'll see uh, an open room on your right. I'm like, all right. So I go check it out. No lie. It's this tiny room under some stairs, and there is a treadmill. There is a stationary bike that has, you know, like the the seat with the back on it. So you're really, your arms aren't doing anything. It's just all thighs. And then, smelling something in my apartment, like weed or something. Someone in my kitchen. Hey, stop smoking weed. It's not me. I've never smoked weed in my life. I just put some chicken in the oven. Oh, my chicken smells like weed. Um, it must be must be wafting from down the street or something. Um, and the, the third one was just a standard stationary bike. That was the gym for this huge hotel. And it was just like, man, is that really the options here? 
So my first day, my first full day there, Wednesday, I, I biked um, because I had run on Monday and Tuesday, and my legs aren't quite what they used to be. You know, when I was a younger man, I could run, you know, five days straight and feel pretty good about it. But nowadays, man, I deal with uh, some shin splints, although right now they're not bad. Um, deal with some calf issues, tight calves in general, which lead to other problems, and then. I haven't had any hammy issues since I um, pulled it last winter. Yeah, I finally it, it recovered, and I haven't had issues since. But it's always something that's kind of in the back of your mind. Oh, and then the plantar fasciitis I got going on in my left foot, which is just a total pain in the ass. Um, so I try not to run. You know, when I'm on my normal routine, when I'm not traveling, I uh, I don't run more than one day in a row ever. I, I usually try to run Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So it's an it's a every other day situation if you're doing the math at home. So I but the this this room and it's right outside like the conference registration and all that stuff and you know there's no privacy it's just an open door it's not even a closed door. Um, so I did that on Wednesday at bike and I was like I gotta find something else. So Thursday morning I wake up early. I almost never uh, wake up early, but I did. Breakfast, you know, was at 8 a.m., so I woke up about 6, and I ran along the Delaware River, which is not exactly the uh, scenic part of Philadelphia, very industrial, lots of shipping and cargo and ports and stuff, but there is a little path there. Um, so I did a, a three, three-and-a-half-mile stroll, if you will. And then Friday, I was feeling real adventurous, uh, I knew I needed to run. My legs were feeling good. I wasn't as tight as I usually am. So I said, you know what? I'm going to run that damn Ben Franklin bridge that everyone's always talking about. So the conference ends at like 3.30 on uh, Friday. Well, it ended for the day on 3.30 on Friday. I should mention briefly, friend of the podcast, been on many times before, well, at least once, uh, Auntie Anna had dinner with her on Thursday night right across the street from the Liberty Bell. Boy, was it delicious. Thanks for coming out, Auntie Anna. And uh, she went to Virginia for a wedding. Watch out for the hurricane, is what they'll tell you. Didn't hit Alabama, though. I know everyone was saying it was. Um, so Friday, I'm like, I'm going to run run the Ben Frank- Franklin Bridge, right? It's about a half mile for me to get to the base of the bridge from my uh, hotel and then one way, if you're on the whole bridge, I think is 1.8 miles, something like that. Um, let's see. Yeah, that sounds about right, right in that range. But there is a big incline, right? This is a bridge that goes from regular ground level all the way up. I'm not sure what the overall like climb is. Probably about, I don't know, 200 feet over three-quarters of a mile, which doesn't sound like a ton, and it's not, but it's a lot when you're trying to run it. You know, if you're just walking, it's you'll notice it, but you're like, whatever. But when you're running it, it's pretty damn steep. So I'm feeling pretty good. Right when I step outside of the hotel, though, it starts raining, and uh, it wasn't that cold, but probably, probably mid-60s. Um, so when, once the rain starts to fall, you, you'll feel it until you get warmed up. So when I run to the base of the bridge, I'm feeling fine. Do the first incline. Got the killers on in my headphones, my iPod. 
I'm feeling pretty good. And it's, you know, I'm huffing and puffing as I get closer to the, the top of the bridge, getting ready to come back down. But uh, I was like, uh, I feel okay. Then there's pretty much no like level ground on the bridge. You pretty much get to the top and then you come back down. And of course, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I, I feel like I'm not. When you're running, it seems like when you all the downhill you do to make up for the uphill, it doesn't really make up for it because you're not like magically healing your thighs the same way you're killing them when you're going up. So I come down, you descend into Jersey, um, right into the campus of, let's see, Rutgers, Camden, and uh, get down and... Uh, pretty soaked at that point it got really foggy and misty up there and you know the higher up you get into the atmosphere the colder it is and so that that rain at kind of ground level river level if you will was was pretty hail-ish h-a-i-l-i-s-h uh it was you know all up in your face and stuff and you get moisture in your ears between your headphones and your your ear and it's just a pain in the butt so, I mean, I definitely had the thought when I was on top of the bridge was like, if I, if I descend into Jersey, I got to do this whole thing over again, and it's pretty wet. Um, but I said, you know what? It sucks right now, but I'll have a good story to tell after. And lo and behold, here I am telling the story on the podcast. So not, not much else happened, but I descended to Jersey. I retie my shoes, pump up some tunes, and I go right back up. And it really hurt my thighs that time. By the time I got to the top, uh, I was in a, not not pain, but just like, oof, slowing down here. So I descend back into Pennsylvania and, uh, you know, get to the base of the bridge. And then it's only about half a mile back to the hotel. But, um, yeah, I, I had to consistently kind of alternate between heel strike first and, and mid strike first uh, just to uh, keep my, my calves going. Uh, I usually, when I, when I just run like normal, I'm very much a heel strike first type of guy, but, uh, sometimes if my, my calves are starting to give out on me, I got to switch to mid strike first, um, not even mid strike first, just mid strike. Um, and occasionally when I do that, I, I can get into calf issues. I mentioned that I pulled my hammy last winter. That was the winter before, right after I ran that marathon. This past winter is my calf that I strained. That sucked too. Uh, and that I always, when I, when I do mid-strike, that's always the concern is that I'll re-injure that calf because that was the, the problem last winter. Um, and I, I could tell by right when I finished, I was like, ooh, this is pretty sore. This is getting into danger zone. So I walked it off. I woke up Saturday morning really really sore it reminded me of like you know I don't usually feel that sore after my workouts I usually have you know solid workouts but I'm not usually waking up the next morning and be like oh damn well I woke up Saturday morning I was like oh damn my thighs are very sore they're they're almost better right now as of Sunday midday but I still feel a little bit thankfully the, the calf where I was having issues um, or potential for issues is in pretty good shape but I decided not to run yesterday. In fact, I was I was in the park in Philly, about two miles from my hotel. Just I don't know the name of a the name of the town. I, I walked down through uh, what, Ninth Street there, Italian Market, and then kind of angled over to the southwest, almost to Broad Street. Uh, and there's a little park there with like a baseball diamond and stuff. 
Um, and I, I sat there and read my book for a little bit, reading 11.22.63, by the way, by uh, Stephen King, classic book that's been out for a couple years. Uh, and I, you know, lots of people running. It was a nice day in Philly yesterday, good day for running. Uh, a, little, a little on the warm side, but not too bad. Uh, in fact, aside to the asides aside, there was this one lady, probably my age, you know, mid-late 20s, who was just running around that one block. That was it. And she did it, I don't know, from the time I was sitting there at least 15 times. It just kept going and going and going. And I don't know how city blocks are measured in Philly, but, I mean, they had to have been, you know, at least like, I don't know, two miles, three miles just doing that. And, man, that sounds really boring to me, just doing the same block around this one park. Woof. Uh, but she, good. I mean, she kept going. Good on her. But as I was watching her, you know, for the twelfth the, the time, uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe uh, maybe I should go for a run. You know, I haven't done much today. We finished up our conference midday, and then I just kind of walked all in all only four miles. But, um, you know, I was like, ah, I should get some exercise, not just walk. But then I started to walk back to the hotel thinking, oh, maybe I'll do this. And I felt my thighs, and I was like, nah. I'm not going to last. Um, I should mention I was I was extra sore uh, because I so I ran the Ben Franklin Bridge on Thursday night uh, or, you know, early evening. And then after that, I walked up to Yards Brewing Company, which is a Philly tradition like none other. And uh, I had dinner there and a brew. It was delicious. Um, and then from there, I walked around quite a bit more. All in all, I, I, I put in about four miles on that walk, too. So, you know, four and a half to five mile run, showered, then walked for for four miles, and it was still raining. It was never like a downpour. It was just consistent drizzle, if you will, which is what they used to say about my English papers. Um, But I I did, I needed to walk off that dinner a little bit. Walked through Center City, got the classic pictures of City Hall and Liberty Bell, all that classy stuff. Um, So, I, I opted not to to do much of anything yesterday and uh, probably won't do much today. But I, I'm giving myself a, a pass, you know, first first week in a couple months here that I haven't worked out six days um, out of seven. So I think five out of seven is still pretty good, especially when you're traveling. So that was that was what my time was like in Philly. Uh, you here get a chance to, to drink Yards. It's delicious. Yard or Yards? I think it's Yards, Yards Brewing Company. It sounds right. You know what sounds even better is if we take a little uh, ad break here, and then I'm going to come back with uh, a, a short-ish second half. But music is what we're going to be talking about. You're going to hear some music. We're going to talk about some music. I've got a special surprise for you on the other side of this ad break. All right, Home Pride Order. You tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth? all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time. Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspector provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, always 
call Steve at 541-410-0316, or you could always visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, it's 541-410-0316, or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. Special shout out to the Samson Q2U series. Doesn't matter if I go away for five days to Philly for a conference. Samson's still here when you need it. From Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, whether you're telling the gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, when God speaks, he uses a Samson. And we were actually uh, just, just got off the horn of family chat this morning. <laughs> and um, uh, oh, we, were, we were talking about my brother's birthday, which is next month, but my mom was... <laughs> My mom, Jane, you know her, was talking about uh, Walter's birth story, which we never got the, I, I never actually heard the story. I don't, I don't know what it is. But I thought she was referring to the birth of Jesus. So, you know, I started reciting some scripture and ended up getting a, a stand-up bit idea out of it, which I got to write down my thoughts later. But <laughs> kind of the, the, the joke revolved around the fact that, you know, those, those wise men bring Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You know, baby Jesus getting gold, you know, assuming he invested that, he was probably pretty well off uh, going through life and this whole kind of, uh, you know, barefoot, savior of the poor guy seems seems kind of like a mirage, doesn't it? Maybe not the real Jesus Christ. I could write a Bill O'Reilly kind of book on this stuff called The Real Jesus Christ. And then I have the sequel called The Real Jesus Christ, except it's R-E-E-L, and it could be a, a fishing book. I'll make you fishers of men. Fishes and loaves night. Always a good time at the ballpark. Uh, shout out to Torrid Curves. They only make bras for you, A size, B size, C size, and double D size. For all shapes and sizes, don't go with... Horrid bras go with torrid curves. They fit you like a glove. Still got to work on the ad for that. And, you know, it would be great if they got back to us because we would love to partner with torrid curves. All right, last one here, and then I got a very special surprise for you. I made you wait for it, but you're going to like it. Uh, cuts by Q. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle, and we all love it, but how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve Here's a tip. Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995. I should really try to get Mariano Rivera to read this ad. I'll get back to you on that. And it's probably one of the better barbershop operations servicing Cook. Is it serving or servicing? Is there a difference? Probably not in this context. Uh... Serving in seeing Chicago, Cook County, and the great Chicagoland area from beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between. You better call Cuts by Q at 815 298 7200, or you could always email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts Q U T Z by Q at Yahoo. Dot com. Oh, and thanks again to Matthew for singing the song last week. When you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Ba-dum-bum. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, you ready for that special surprise? Well, I was walking around Philly yesterday, and you know it's a big Irish kind of town, a lot of Irish, a lot of Italians. 
And uh, I don't know how this came to be, but I said, you know what? For this week's podcast, I should sing an Irish song. But instead of just boring old Quinn voice, let's let's try out a new uh, impression, I suppose you could say. And I also, as a, a quick aside family chat this morning, I've never tried a Chris Collinsworth impression before, but there was a slide-in of sorts from hashtag from the podcast, Kelly. And uh, I, I kind of wanted her to, you know, break down the uh, the new-look Steelers offense. You know, no, no Le'Veon Bell, no Antonio Brown, uh, no uh, Jesse James, right? He's gone. And uh, she didn't do it, but I kind of did a Chris Collinsworth impression for the family, and it ended up going pretty well. I think it was pretty popular. But this isn't Chris Collinsworth singing an Irish lullaby. This is Gollum or Smeagol. But Gollum is who we're going with, you know, him from uh, – uh, J.R. Tolkien's, J.R.R. Tolkien's, or else it'd be Junior Tolkien, uh, John Russell Robert Tolkien, something like that. Gollum sings Irish lullaby. Here you go. Take it away. sang a song to me. And turns us with a Just a simple little ditty And her good old Irish way And I'd give the world if she could sing That song to me this Hush now, don't you cry. too bad for a first stab at it. Yeah, I was walking around Philly yesterday uh, before and after the bar and uh, trying out my uh, my Gollum Sings Irish Lullaby. If you don't know the song, it's a beautiful, beautiful little tune there. Um, but I, I'm proud of myself, you know, first time. Not bad. Maybe uh, Andy Circus. you want to subscribe to the podcast, Dave Peter Jackson. Email beantownpodcast at yahoo.com against beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-N podcast at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you. Not a lot of action in the email lately, mostly spam, but even then the Nigerian princes have kind of uh, dried up, if you will, unfortunately. One other thing I wanted to mention, a shout out to Death Cab for Cutie. Yes, they're still a band. Yes. Dropped a new EP yesterday. They had already, or, or two days ago, um, they had already released two of the five songs from it. And I really liked one of them and wasn't a big fan of the other one. Um, but it's called the Blue EP. 
they just blew themselves and uh it's uh beautiful um my f- so they they've got a a lot of good well there's five songs i really like two of them in particular the whole thing's good but i really like two of them one of them has been out for a while it's called to the ground really good drums by uh oh man what's his name jason something it's a drummer for death cab for cutie he's been there since the beginning but then also the one that they just dropped um with the album release blue bloods not the tom Selleck show although uh dave what's his name Damper, Damper, something like that. Has a cool new mustache. She looks like she should be in Portugal, the man or something. But the video they dropped for that was really cool. It's not a, a music video per se. It's just kind of them in the studio. But there's some good uh, sort of production value and camera work and all that stuff to it. It's a beautiful video. The song is amazing too. Feels very much like, um, I don't want to say old school Death Cab for Cutie because people like me who are fans know what actual old you know old school death cab is like we're talking like 1995 playing whatever whenever they formed i think 97 so right around then like playing their sets in seattle and bellingham and stuff um that's uh you know that's not even really their sound that was just them kind of getting their feet wet I'm talking like transatlanticism stuff, you know, early to mid 2000s. That's kind of what this EP sounds like. Um, and it's beautiful. They did a really nice job with it. So I'll listen to anything Ben Gibber puts out until the day he dies and uh, long after that if he goes before I do. Anyways, that's all I wanted to share with you. Trip to Philly, running the Ben Franklin Bridge. Weather report from friend of the podcast, Alexa, and uh, Gollum sings Irish lullaby. Go check out the Blue EP by Death Cab for Cutie as well. It's only five songs. You'll thank me later. That's all we got this week for you on the Beantown Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget, you can find us anywhere you find your podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff, wherever they are, they else they are, wherever the hell else they are is what I was trying to say there. Player FM is a thing. I don't know. I never used it. but uh, And sometimes on YouTube. Just it kind of depends on my computer. You know, sometimes it the upload goes through. Sometimes it doesn't. And I don't really know what to do about that. But, oh, well. Uh, as a reminder, uh, thanks again last week, Matthew Fiedler, for coming on the podcast. Read a couple ads for us, or an ad, I suppose. And... Uh, uh, again, White Noise Podcast, a show that we created and we co-host together. A uh, little erratic upload schedule right now, but we're gonna we're gonna look into it for you. And then in a couple weeks, we'll have a very special episode for you because we filmed it. Right? It was a lot of fun, and I think I think I think that one's gonna turn out pretty well. I think we're gonna put our uh, our, our our faces on the map there. Uh, per se. Okay, that's what I got for you. Everyone, have a good week. Go Vikes. I didn't even talk about Bears Packers. I'll I'll let the the Bears fans just soak it up. It's okay. They don't need any more pain. Just tune into 670 the score for that. Uh but Go Vikes versus the Falcons today. I actually like the Falcons. Friend of the podcast uh, Ryan Austin Ligon is a big big Atlanta Falcons fan. Well, for the next three hours, he's uh, hashtag enemy of the podcast. But then once 3 o'clock hits, uh, we'll be back to being friends. Okay. Go Vikes. Good luck uh, to everyone on their fantasy teams today. And we'll – oh, didn't even talk about Antonio Brown. That's okay. 
You can find it all on online on the internet. Internet. Having trouble talking today. That's my cue to leave. Catch you later.